Hey, this is Ashley Paulson, professional triathlete and elite runner. If you want to be empowered to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact, then listen to The Qualified with my buddy, Ryan Hell. This is The Qualified. The Qualified. The Qualified. The Qualified. The Qualified with Ryan Huff. What's going on, Qualified family? Hope you're having an amazing day as always. And welcome back to The Qualified, where the ultimate goal is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. I hope you're having an incredible week and a happy Sunday, by the way. And if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to this on a Monday. So happy Monday. It's going to be an incredible week. You guys, the reason this podcast is called The Qualified is because I believe we are all qualified to make a difference in the world we live in. However, there's a massive difference between having potential and actually going out there and doing something with it, right? And that's why in this show, we'll discuss topics, ideas, strategies, things I've done in my life, as well as things of inspiring guests that they've done in theirs that have helped to make a change. And my hope is that something I say or a guest says is the catalyst that strikes the match that's in your hand already and gets you on the path towards making that difference into a reality. Because there's no such reality as something for nothing, right? And you know, I've said this quote on here many times, but it's from Andy Frisella. He says, "When you know, it's going to be impossible for you to feel great about yourself if you're performing at a level that's underneath what you know you're capable, qualified, I should say, of performing at." I'm gonna say that again. It's going to be impossible for you to feel great about yourself if you're performing at a level that's underneath what you know you're capable of performing at. That's why the qualify was started, you guys. I believe that we're all qualified to make a difference, but you still got to put in the work. There's no, there's nothing given to you. No one's coming to save you, but you have everything within you to make an incredible life, to make a difference. It's like we say in the beginning of this episode, the ultimate goal is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. You have to chase your potential. You have to make the impact. No one else is going to make it for you, but you're qualified to do it. Let's get to work. Let's rock and roll. You guys, I am so dang excited about today's episode. Uh, reason being, it is my great friend, Ashley Paulson. She was graced. She has great. She has graced, I should say, the qualified for a second time. I believe her first episode aired last year in May of last year and uh, May of 2019. And uh, I think it was episode number 49. So if you want to go back and listen to that, definitely check it out. She's an incredible woman. Um, but her episode was one of actually the most listened to episodes, the most popular episodes. And it's very easy to, to you know, understand why she's just a, you know, bundle of energy and such. So happy. Like if you follow her on Instagram, it's Ash Kickin' One, A-S-H-K-I-K-I-C-K-N, the number one. It's on, on, on Instagram. Her, all of her stuff will be linked in the show notes, of course. But uh, it's just, it's, she, <laughs> she's so fun, man. She's just so fun to be around and I'm grateful to call her. Not She's not only my, my running coach, triathlon coach, but she's also become a great friend of mine and really just enjoy getting talked to her. I've got, you know, been able to come friends with her family as well. And Matt, her husband has been on here additionally. And it's just been really fun. There is an amazing family and she's just an incredible woman. And I just am so elated to share what's been new in her life, you know, with the event, with the advent of going to the, being able to, to compete in the Olympic marathon trials and, you know, the marathon Olympic trials, I should say. 
and uh, or however you say it, the Olympic trials for the marathon, whatever. Anyways, you get the idea. And then becoming an iFit instructor and just so many other things that are going on in her life. It's been really awesome. So we talk about that. And then we talk about so many other things regarding mindset and attitude and perspective and things of that nature. So there's a whole lot more that we, co- we covered in this episode in addition to the first episode that we did. So if you listen to that one, I know you're going to be blessed by this one. Before we get into that, I got to tell you guys, this podcast is absolutely free. There's only one thing that I ask is that whenever you listen to this podcast, whether it's this episode or any other episode, that you share it out with a friend. Let someone else know that you enjoyed it. Share it out with at least one person per episode. That would mean the world to me. And if you would as well, if you have been listening for a protracted period of time, I would encourage you in addition to that, I know I said one thing, but in addition to that, I would encourage you to leave a five-star review on this episode and a written review telling us exactly what you have enjoyed, got benefit out of or whatever for this podcast. I would really appreciate that as well. So also before we get into anything else, I got to tell you guys about Qualified Apparel. Now Qualified Apparel is the positive impact brand that I started that feeds families in America by selling apparel. It's the apparel company that for every one item that we sell, 20 meals are provided for families in America. We're actually over, over 57,000 meals provided to date, which is incredible. And we're just we're aiming to get over 100,000 meals by year's end. So um, the, we ha- we sell a whole we would do a whole lot of like custom orders as well. So if you like shirts made for an event, or maybe you run a church or a business or things of that nature, we do custom orders as well. We also have a whole line of uplifting and positive designs ourselves all high quality and it's uh it's been so much fun seeing the qualified family on that perspective on that end as well continue to grow as well so if you want to learn more about that link for that is in the description y'all let's get into this episode today i am super pumped for this one man this is actually actually this is such a blast if you're not already following her on instagram i highly encourage you to check her out and uh to get you know get into get involved with her and get in touch with her in some way or some way or fashion um going forward after this but anyhow y'all without further ado here is my conversation with the one the only the neon haired super energetic super smiley ashley paulson enjoy Hi guys, welcome back to the Qualified, y'all. I am elated yet again for today's guest. Y'all already know her. She's been on the Qualified once before and quite frankly was actually one of the most popular episodes that we have had to date. Definitely one of the most popular, colorful, energetic, and smiley people that I know and uh, very driven, very successful in her life and is just getting started at the ripe young age of 27. Um, So that being said, Oh, that's a good number of people, right? <laughs> right. Let's go with 27. I am proud of my age, though. I'm proud of it. Well, aren't I'm you, to embrace the aren't you like 34, 35, something like that? <laughs> I'll be 39 next month, baby. Really? I Yeah, so I've been actually saying, I'm like, I'm 40 next year. Yeah, I'm excited for 40. Dude, heck Bring you, it you, on. Look, you look great for a 40, girl. Let's go. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm stopping. But anyways, welcome to the Qualified Miss Ashley Paulson. Thank you so much for having me here again, Ryan. I'm so excited to return and catch up and uh, yeah, just get a little slice of the Qualified. Right, dude. I was, uh, it was funny because like I was planning to have you um, to basically record this in person um, back in May whenever St. George was supposed to happen. I'm in St. George. 
And, uh, but I was like, you know, obviously because of obvious reasons, COVID hit and everything. And so rest in peace for that race this year. Uh, but, um, anyways. Hey, there's still a chance. Oh, are they, are they reschedule it? Till September. Oh, we haven't heard otherwise. Oh, fancy. Well, hopefully it, hopefully it comes through, man. Fingers crossed, baby. I'm, I'm putting out the good vibes that it's happening. Just right. put it in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Man. Before we get started, I'm just going to open up with a quick word of prayer, and then we'll get this thing popping. Father God, thank you so much for this amazing day. Lord, thank you for this time that Ashley and I have together. I pray that you would bless this conversation. And Lord, that it would impact people's lives in a positive way and that ultimately they would leave in power to chase their potential and live lives that make a positive impact. Thank you for this time. And in your name, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So thank you. you're welcome. So for those who have not listened to your original podcast from back in last year, May of last year, I think that was episode 40 something. I forget which one exactly. I think 49 or 49, 47, one or the other. Um, for those who don't know who you are, you are professional athletes. You work for iFit uh, via Nordic Track. Um, but there is so much to you as well. But for those who don't know you, kind of give us a synopsis of who Ashley Paulson is, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, just a little brief. Um, you know, so I'll take up only an hour here explaining who I am. <laughs> I am. Take your time, baby. Take your so time. <laughs> There's so much to be said. Right? Um, I am a mother of four. I've got teenage daughters that are 18, and then I have a daughter that is 12 and a five-year-old son. And I have been married to my sweetheart for almost 20 years. He's been my biggest cheerleader and support that anybody could possibly imagine. There's no way in this world that I uh, would be able to do what I've done um, without his love and support. And same goes with my, my kiddos. They just support me beyond anything. Um, I've been racing professionally for the past, uh, gosh, four years now in triathlon and um, just dabbling into the elite running world um, pro status there. And that's just been a dream come true, right? Um, yeah, so yeah, fitness has been a huge part of my life. I've been teaching fitness classes for gosh, 18 years now. Wow. Um, and I feel like that really transferred over into my endurance that I now have. And so, um, and I still love teaching classes. I love the energy of classes and I'm able to actually share that with hundreds of thousands of people via iFit. Um, so definitely just a dream job. So there's just a little bit about me. A little bit about you, mate. That sounds like a great bit <laughs> and about something you. Else about me. I, I can't use accents very well. I pretend and I sound horrible. So about me. There you go. Um, I like, I like, <laughs> right. Well, Hey, you know what? To the, uh, to the average person probably doesn't sound that great, but you know, Hey, whatever. Um, I, uh, exactly. I like, I like to think I have a decent uh, Aussie accent, but I think it just, every time I try, it just comes out awful. So anyways, no, you sound amazing. You sound amazing. Well, cheers, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, my, uh, I remember this is just a random story, but I was in Walmart the other day and, uh, there was this uh, family that was next to me, this uh, mom and her two daughters. And I was doing, we were, we were all doing self-checkout. And, uh, so, so I had scan accidentally scanned like tortillas or whatever that I had on, on accident. I scanned them twice instead of once. And so I, you know, raised my hand and the gentleman that was over, he, you know, walked, starts walking towards me to help me. 
And I look to the mom and her daughter's like, oh, hey, I'm going to talk to this guy in an Aussie accent. Watch this. And so they, they are, they're just sitting there just like watching me. And I go, I, I said, good. I might sit accidentally, you know, got a little trigger happy, you know, and just, uh, you know, I accidentally scanned these, uh, these, these, these tortillas a little too many times. Could you take it off when we might? And he goes, oh yeah, that'd be great, man. I was like, oh, cheers, cheers. And so and then I started just, I just started regularly talking to him. Like, By the way, I don't have an accent. He goes, yeah, I know. I, I saw right through it. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, the, where you're like, oh, but dude. I gave it a fair effort. Right, right. Oh yeah, but the, the, the mom and the uh, the mom and the daughters were just sitting over there, just cracking up. They thought it was amazing. So <laughs> I love it. That's great. You might as well just, you know, make somebody smile a little bit. That's what matters. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what I feel like. You you do an amazing job of that yourself with all, with all your stories and just the way that you present yourself oh, out in the thank world. You. Yeah, my pleasure, man. That's one of the things that I love. That uh, you're welcome. It's one of the things I love that got us connected um you know a couple years what a couple years ago now yeah a couple two two years ago now yeah and um just yeah. uh yeah man it's been really really fun to see like you continuing to grow and speaking of growth so first thing i want to talk about um, you mentioned you know obviously your elite level um you know triathlete elite level runner as well um but also you had an amazing opportunity recently to compete on the olympic level um to more so compete on the stage to qualify to be on the olympic level i should say at for the olympic trials in georgia so why don't you talk about that yes oh my gosh what an experience that was um it was legit something that i never dreamed would happen to little old me you know um but it just goes to show like showing up day in day out how your dreams can come true just by being consistent um and you know not even a, some surprising yourself you know like i said it wasn't even something i dreamed of necessarily it was just um looking back you know you look back at a year and be like wow all those little efforts paid off so much and then the next year same thing and the next year same thing it didn't happen overnight it was a lot a lot of hours out there um running early mornings running late nights and um i was able to tow that line in february and just could not wipe the smile off my face. I was still just in awe. Like, I can't believe I'm doing the line with these people. Like, people I used to look at me like, they're so fast. I would never be able to run a marathon that fast. Right, like, right. I would never, couldn't even fathom running like a mile at that pace, you know? Right. And, um, and then here I am, like, just like all giddy, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm here, you know? So <laughs> it, was, it was such an experience. The day was like, super crazy windy like we had some insane winds like you'd like get your stride going and your leg would fling to the side because there's crosswinds and then was it that bad and it was some insane wind that was happening that day um wow but you know you pull together as as a team and you get in little groups and clusters and you take your turn in the lead and or in the lead of that pack who was not in the lead. <laughs> Ooh, let's make sure that we get this right. But in the pack that you're in. Um, but I ended up that day, like my body felt amazing. Everything about it. The race started at noon. Um, well, like I think it, at uh, noon 15, so 12, 15 is when it started. And that's ideal situation for me. Like I love, that's when I run um, right. on a typical day. And so I was excited about that. The timing of it was great and my body felt amazing it wasn't my fastest marathon event but it was hands down like 
my best racing. Does that make sense? Because on that course, compared to some of the other courses that I've gotten a faster time at, um, it was a much, much harder course, much, much different conditions. My body just felt amazing. And I remember seeing my, my family every, I got to see them every 45 minutes, almost like on the money because it was a three loop course. And, uh, it was so great. They were at the top of one of these hills and, and this course has, I think it was 1400 feet gain, which is a lot for a a marathon. (laughs) It's maybe 13 or 14, but it's just hillies, you know, it's, it's Georgia. It's, it's, um, their home of the hills is what they call it. And, Hmm. um, they, they were at the top of one of the steepest hills and, Every time I was just like, yeah, seriously, I like I needed their energy. I needed it like, and I just was smiling ear to ear yeah. most of the time. Um, and it was hands down like one of the best experiences I've ever had as an like in my athletic career. Dude, so, I love that. And didn't you didn't you run with some friends while you were there? I feel like you met people that you knew that were there as well, right? Yeah, a couple of my friends were running it as well. Um, there's one local girl here, Amber Green. I uh, was able to run, um, and then Sylvia Bradford, she's from up north in Utah, and we ran a little bit of that day together, but not a lot. Um, Amber started behind me. She's been injured, so she didn't. She wasn't going to go for the time that I was aiming for. Um, sure. But, you know, in my mind, I went into that race. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I went into that race um, as – I think it was 460 something ranked, which really? isn't very high. Cause I, I barely got that qualifying time. Cause my only goal that day was just to get that time. So they rank you on that. That's your number on there it was 400 and something, 60 something. So on the um, race itself, know. you got ranked on your finishing time. No, you get ranked as you go in. So that's oh, gotcha, gotcha. your number will rank you where you're ranked among these athletes that are there. And I was, in the 400s, the high 400s. And uh, so I was like, gosh, even if I could come out that day, like in the top 100 would be a stretch. <laughs> but I was, I'm like, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah, like man, in, the, in the US, you know, in my mind, I thought that would be great. And um, when I crossed the finish line, Matt pulls up the, the results and uh, I ran a 240.07. Wow. Um, so, you know, that was my goal was a 240. But then with the conditions that day, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know what this is going to do. You know, it's hard, like the, the wind and stuff. So, so I ended up getting my goal, which was amazing. Um, but not only that, I ended up at 44th and I was really, I was shocked at that. I've never 44th, been so excited for 44th race <laughs> ever, you know? So I was like, I was like, no way. And I had him check it again. Yeah. Like, no way. I'm like, that's me. Anyway, so it was for me that was far beyond what I thought I was capable of. Good for you. Um, That's exciting. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I mean, Iron Man's my world and I love marathon, but I, there's I'm not 44th in America, you know, for marathon. Um, that's on the so, world stage too, you know. That's a, I mean, that's against the best in the world, <laughs> you know. At least the, be, in the best in the America best more so, America. I guess, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Um Thank you. I, so for me, like everything about that day was just perfect. Even right. the wind, because it, like it's hard, but uh, it's just one more thing that I'm like, all right, Mother Nature, bring it on. You bring know? it on, <laughs> sister. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. 
So it was a great experience. I was so excited to have my family there. Um, most of my family was there. I had one daughter that was in Costa Rica at the time, so she she wasn't able to be at the finish line. Oh, yeah, that's right. Everyone else was. So that was Lexi. It was awesome. It was in Costa Rica. Was that right on a mission? Sammy was. Sammy, she was out right. there. Um, she was out teaching um, at a school out there teaching English to uh, ages six through ten, I believe. That's it. So right. yeah, it was really fun. She was just out there uh, for a few months doing that. That's awesome. Very cool. So like, what does it take for someone to get to, I mean, obviously, you know, you got to the Olympic trials, like what does it take for, for a female to get to, uh, or for female or male for that matter, if you know the numbers on that, but I, like, what does it take for someone to qualify uh, for the Olympic trials in the marathon? You know, they switch things up every time. Um, this past time it was a sub 245 for the female and a sub 219 for the male. Um, what I it is so fast. It's so fast. <laughs> um, but I do think for the one in a couple of years, because they do it every four years, they are going to go back to the 243. I believe that's what I read. Don't quote me on that. Right. Um, but I think you heard it here first, to, folks. Right. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> uh, but I know that they, they all are always switching up the numbers. Right. Um, I mean, they have to to make it so, more selective. Right. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I think that'll be a 243 to qualify for the trials right. and then um, a 217 for the, the men. So, right. um, but we will, we'll see. That's nothing doubt in writing yet. Those are just little rumors that you hear fluttering around, right? right. So sure. I would love to get there again, though. I, yeah. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm 40 next year. I, that would be put me in in my forties when I'm going and I think that would be amazing. I think I could definitely get to the line, to the line again. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, see what I got in the forties and will I hit the Olympics? You know, honestly, I'm going to be real with you if I worked really, really hard, maybe, but I'm, I love my, you know, triathlon right. world too much, that I'm not willing to sacrifice that type of training. Right. And I believe that's what it would take is to, to give that up, which, is great for those that want to focus on singly running. It's amazing. Right. I just like to do everything, Ryan. I just want to do it all. Gosh, <laughs> I want to go run trail races. I want to go do marathons. I want to do Ironman. And I want to be the best freaking mom out there and best wife. And can I just have it all? You get the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little I, mean, Cyrus, I know what you're talking about. I see you, girl. I see you. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, what I was that Hannah Montana. That was Hannah Montana, right? I believe so. Yeah, I mean, my Cyrus, Hannah Montana, yeah, be the Miley one, Cyrus, but, you know. but it was okay. Anyway, side note. Yeah, but uh, no, I think that's amazing. I think it was really awesome whenever I found out that you're running in the Olympic trials and uh, just like I think your mindset going into it is like, you know, you're you're real with yourself, like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm clear. I'm not that fast to, you know, qualify, you know, to actually get, you know, win the spot or whatever. But it's like, dude, just like when it comes to like your, whenever you went professional in the, and for a triathlon, it's like, it's just, you saw the benefit of it and you're just like, Oh, I'm already fast. Let's go ahead and just take advantage of it. And you just went out there, enjoyed the day. And like you said, you had that big smile about you the entire time. You got to see your family and had just amazing memories that you're able to create. So I love that. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I think that's what it's about for me. So Absolutely. Um, I want to create this as a, uh, something that I do as a lifestyle and a passion. I don't ever want to see it as a job right. um, or a chore. Right. Um, it takes I the fun out of it at that, that point. point. 
it, it does. And it just gets you burned out. Right. And, um, this is something I say this all the time with fitness or whatever, as I'm teaching classes or whatever, you know, as I'm talking about staying injury free, but it's still, it's the same thing in the mind, staying injury free of the mind. Like this is not something I want to just do for now. Like, right. I don't want a quick fix. I don't want this quick. Like, this is not for now. I want to do this forever. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I don't want to toe the line just for now. Like, I want to be towing that freaking line when I'm 90 years old. Yeah. yeah I'll probably have like with pink hair. hair, but right. <laughs> ever. You'll see those little straggly hairs coming out, but pink. you'll have, you'll have a toupee by that time. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I may have to with how much I fry my hair, but, uh, anyway, I, this is a forever thing for me. I love it. Um, will I be competing at this level forever? I, I'm real with myself. I know that's not going to happen, Sure. but I want to be competitive in my age group, right. but 95 year olds, <laughs> if there's another 95 year old out there, I want to be like, you know, <laughs> like, come on, let's do this. You'll be going to Kona every year. Guaranteed. That's for sure. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I, uh, what is that? I love the fact what you said earlier when you're talking about the marathon and, and whatnot, like, you know what? Hey, if I, if I put in the work, yeah, I know I could do it, but it's just like, I don't want to, because you talked about, you know, other areas of your life that are more important, but I love the fact exactly. that you already know, have that belief in yourself, um, that is possible for you as well. Um, and like, what is like, how does someone cultivate that belief in themselves when it comes to, I mean, obviously, you know, you've been in this for, gosh, you've been running since you were young and you've been in, you know, endurance for quite some time. Um, but like, how does someone who's just getting started cultivate that belief in themselves that it's possible for them to break through and to do something that they've never done before? Um, I believe it's having those little breakthroughs, mm. you know, it's not just one big breakthrough. It's those little breakthroughs that we have every day. Those right. little wins. I showed up for my my workout today. Uh, typically, you know, it's hard for me to show up on this X day, and you know, I did it today. So there's a breakthrough. Here's my time to to run a mile without stopping. It's that breakthrough that you had. It's those little wins that we have um, with being consistent. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of consistency. Consistency trumps talent any day of the week. Um, because you know it's it's those little things that we have that we'll hold on to and then we start believing in ourselves a little bit more well if i can run one mile without stopping can i run two right you know and then it go the list goes on and on can i do an ironman oh my gosh that's insane right is it so insane though you just did right. a half ironman you know so it's those little things it's not something that we're just like yeah you know yeah maybe we might have those days but that we're all pumped up and fired up about our, ourselves and what we can do. But then other days we have our doubts. And, and honestly, I have my doubts too all the time. Like uh, something that scares me to death is, uh, you know, going out and uh, racing a half, a half Ironman. Is that crazy? Because that's not my area. Like I like the yeah, full, full distance. Right, better right. at the full distance. I need that marathon. And so when people say, go race this half, I'm like, you know, I like, you know, go back in the corner. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to use it as a chicken cane. I like look for excuses, but instead I need to look for, like, I need to tap into that uglier zone. Mm. You know, I need to tap into that, get more uncomfortable. I'm, you know, so it, it but it scares me. So, you know, right. but that's what I, I teach my kids. I like do something that scares you every day of your life. Right. 
And so, yeah, I need to take a little piece of that medicine and do something that scares me and maybe dabble in a half Ironman. You should. What's funny, you've been, I love that what you said, like consistency trumps talent every day, but you also mentioned that quote that literally you shared last time um, whenever you were here talking about you've got to be comfortable with getting uncomfortable. And you tell you, yes. you literally said that same thing last time. You tell your kids this all the time that, you know, you do, like you said, right now, you just do something that scares them every day. But basically, it's the same kind of thing that you just talked about before talking about yeah. you've got to be uncomfortable with getting uncomfortable because that's, I mean, how it grow. And I think yeah. that's great advice that you mentioned. It's like those little victories, you know, Karen, uh, Karen yeah. Shradham, who's a uh, friend of mine from South Africa. Actually, you, you bet you met her whenever you were in South Africa at the, uh, Oh gosh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember meeting her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my friend uh, my friend Karen who's also on the qualified before, she um she was talking about Great. that like getting about those like little victories. And um that's I I 100% agree with that. I think it's such I think that's really pivotal to building the confidence in yourself. It's like, well, hey, if I can do this, what else am I, you know, what else am I, you know, mm -hmm. capable of doing, you know? Absolutely. And it's a game changer. Once right. you start having those little victories, but you got to be aware because they're not going to constantly happen. Mm, yep. You're going to have those days that you're going to get defeated and you're going to fail. People are scared of that word failure. And, uh, it's funny. It's a funny thing because like nobody wants to fail, Sure. but it's part of life. Yeah. It's necessary. Um, I remember, I remember doing, uh, running an event and I wanted to qualify for the trials and I ended up missing the time. Um, and I said that I failed and people were like, Oh, actually you didn't fail. You didn't fail. You did this and this and this. And I was like, no, like I failed at my goal. Like my goal was to get to the trials. I didn't get there right. because I failed. I learned X, Y, and Z though. Mm. So that next time I can go back and be better prepared. I might right. fail again. Right. And, and that's where you've got to remember those victories. Yeah. They're great. But remember those failures are going to happen. And we, if we hold on to those, and that's what we're, we're holding on to and focusing on is going to bring you down. But you got to remember those victories. Remember those little wins so right. that those failures is like, no, now I'm just going to learn from it so that I can succeed and have those other bigger victories later on. And so that's one thing that I, I stress. It's okay to fail. Like right. it's part of the process. Mm -hmm. It's part of what we all go through. If I just ran every race perfectly, I mean, that's you would learn not going to happen. It's just right. not, you know, right. uh, if I expected a PR on every race, I'm going to come out extremely disappointed because right. that's not happening. Um, so we've got to be okay to fail so that we can uh, be excited when those successes happen. And we know that we earned them and we just keep getting up uh, and uh, keep having those small victories. Right. Why do you think it is? I 100% agree. A failure, failure is really, a, it's a necessary like failure and success are not two are not opposites. They're one and the same. They're, they're basically like peanut butter and jelly. They go together because it's like, you're not going to, there's no person who's ever been successful in whatever hat in whatever area that hasn't experienced failure. And the more that you fail, exactly. the more able, the more you're able to get an education about what didn't work. And then you can go forward even more empowered, um, going forward. Yeah. But like, why do you think it is that some people are able to look for, are able to see the empowering lesson in a failure. And some people are just basically paralyzed by the failure. What do you think? What, what do you think um, makes that distinction? I think wealth confidence hmm. is one. And then two, um, 
I was going to say something there and then I was like, you know, I don't know what, because it's hard. I've had definitely had my times that I get in a rut um, mm -hmm. after not getting my goal at a race and failing. Cool. And it, it does put you in an ugly place sometimes. What gets um, you out of it? It really, it varies. It varies on where I'm other things in my life, like my family and focusing mm -hmm. on the things that I have that actually like really matter. Uh, and I've got a pretty ridiculous thing right here in this home setting aside racing. Like right. I don't need racing. I love it. I love it. But like what really creates who I am is all those times in like that I woke up early and put like out my sweat on and stuff. It doesn't who I am isn't defined out on the race course, even though I didn't get my have my day. Um so just knowing who you are really helps mm. get you out of those ruts. Um, I'm not saying by any way or shape or form that I'm perfect at that because like I just mentioned, I definitely have my times. I mean, a, a deeper rut over a race, like, of course. Yeah. cause I'm not going to get the opportunity for X amount of months again. And then I've got to go through the whole process again. And it's hard. Yes, it's hard. It is hard. And that's okay. Cause I like to do hard things, but some days I, I just want to be lazy too. Um, sure. <laughs> so, you know, setting it apart is, you know, finding, finding your, your worth and finding your reason. Mm, yeah, I agree. That one thing that you touched on that I, I love as well, that we want to get your take on it, considering that you are an elite athlete. I mean, elite, you're elite level triathlete, elite level, you know, runner as well. Um, elite level mom, elite level wife, you know, Hey, <laughs> Thank uh, you. But, uh, don't know about those other ones. They don't have cards for those. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one thing. I need I, to plug my phone. No, you're good. Go ahead. Um, but like one thing that was interesting that I was just thinking about as you were saying that, you know, some people like, for example, let's say for, for instance, that you found your identity in, you know, and who you are in running, right. Or in triathlon, but you just mentioned the fact that, you know, Hey, I've got so many more things that mean a whole lot more than just this part of my life. So for someone like, how do I word this? How does someone basically enjoy what they love to do? but basically bounce back, if you will, or recover if that thing were to be taken away. Like what, basically what would you recommend people find their value in that basically can't change regardless of what, you know, what hand they're dealt, if you will, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? As in racing or as no, in just, their family? Yeah. Just in general. Like if someone like, um, like say for instance, you know, someone's out there and they, um, you know, they've just had like a big, you know, like, cause you hear about like, you know, athletes right they get a a lot like a what's his name kiki uh oh gosh kiki kiki or inky johnson if i'm not mistaken inky johnson who was the gentleman who was uh who is a football player for the university of tennessee and he was literally slated to you know go out and you know be a, the next nfl be, a, be in the nfl draft like he literally just had to finish like two or three games if i'm not mistaken i might have the story wrong by just a few games here and there yeah and you um, got in an accident or something yeah 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 but then like now he's yeah. you know he of course discouraged a little bit but now he's a you know he's a motivational speaker he goes around you know speaking all, all around across the globe and uh, this does amazing things. But like, how do you think someone is able to make that transition and basically not allow that thing to just like that disappointment, if you will, that failure to not keep them from realizing that, hey, you know what, my worth is transcends just this one area. It's more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And I think he's a great example of, of showing because honest, like keeping you from being disappointed. I don't believe he was kept from being disappointed. Oh, he was absolutely disappointed. Absolutely. He was crushed, but he found another way mm. of finding another passion. I right. believe there's so much more out there than just our one passion. If my passion was taken away, would I be like devastated so much? But could I find something else? Absolutely. We always right. have to be looking for something else, looking for that silver lining, looking, we can't control what's going to happen to us. I can't control if I become paralyzed, you know, in, in an accident right. or whatever, but I can control my attitude with that. And that's right. where it comes down to just controlling that and finding something so amazing. Like he was now a motivational speaker, changing lives, far more lives than he'd be changing if he was playing football. Boom. Right. Yep. yep. And so now he's probably like, Oh my gosh, like I'm doing so much more now. Like, what in the world would have <laughs> ever thought I would be here speaking to thousands of thousands of people changing right. their life. Right. And that's pretty freaking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Football's fun and all, but that's freaking incredible what mm -hmm. he's doing now because of that accident. So 100%. he took that like ugly situation and made it something beautiful. Uh, recently I had an athlete really struggling that her races were taken away and and I really? get it I've been disappointed too with course, races yeah. and she's like I just don't know where to find worth now and wow. I was devastated wow. by that I was like oh no like you are so much more than this like than right. an athlete but they that's where they found all their drove you if you have if your happiness is relying on something that can be taken away from you that's not true happiness. Wow. Yep. Yep. Like if something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like hundred percent, yep. you need to find something else. Um, and I actually, I've been working with her in different ways now because of that mental sure. thing that I, that triggered, that, that was triggered with her races being taken away. And I was like, this, there's something else going on here. Mm -hmm. It's not just the races that are taken away. Like you've got to find like you, Right. races are great. They're fun. But is that really like what you're relying on for your happiness? Mm. Yeah. You know, whoa, you know, cause yeah, I want to race. I love racing. You know me, I want to race, but you love racing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> going with, going with, yeah really? I know it's weird. It's weird. Um, but last... I'm perfectly happy. Right. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, I agree. And I think that's uh, a, a, what a blessing too that she happened to be being coached by you and you are such a person with amazing mindset that you actually ended up oh. instead of just being like an athletic coach, you then turned into a life coach at that point as well. Oh. And you know, I mean, it really, Thank you kind of did as well. And that kind of, you know, switched hats there for a little bit because I mean, like, what an opportunity that you then had to minister into her life and be like, whoa, 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 hold up. You know, Hey, this is, yeah, it's unfortunate. Cause I mean, I had a race that was canceled as well. I mean, it sucks. You know, it's a race that I'd done sure. first, you know, half Ironman ever did uh half Iron 70.3 Texas in April and it got canceled. But, but I mean, I was just one yeah. of thousands of you know people that got impacted by that. Uh, but it's just like, you know, if, if your worth is in something bigger, you know, and your value is in something bigger and your happiness isn't dictated by what's going on around you, but more so about what's going on inside of you, you know, between your, between your ears, right. You know, cause happiness is a choice. Exactly. 
And um, if, if that's the case and that's the kind of mindset that you've cultivated, well, dude, you're invincible because nothing can get around you, right? And you basically have cultivated exactly. this like bubble that's impenetrable. You know, I was listening, I think it was, uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and he was, or more so it was a snippet, I should say, um, of him and Kevin Hart uh, that were, uh, that they were on, they were on together. And Kevin Hart was talking about just that. He's like, you know, you know, my life used to be like, or my, you know, talking about how his dad's life used to be really bad. He was like, you know what? But like, you know, now he's got a son that became successful, taking care of him. And he's able to, you know, live his life how he wants to do. He said, I get people all the time that, you know, want to be negative towards me. He said, I don't let them be negative towards me. Like he had, he actually mentioned this one, uh, this one, he basically he's just talking about like people, like external forces around him are not able to get inside and, and change his mindset because he's just decided it's like, you know what? Hey, I'm able to bless my dad. I'm able to bless my family, my friends and do all this amazing thing just like Inky and make an impact that far surpasses anything else. Um, but one of the things exactly it's a funny example that he talked about <laughs> he was at a stoplight and uh this lady rolls down her window and she sees him and she goes when are you gonna make a good movie again <laughs> and talking to kevin hart and kevin's like well, i love it what well, kevin's like uh well did i you know i thought the upside was pretty good you see the upside she goes what's that like she didn't even know what the upside was and she hadn't seen that movie Oh no! And, uh, and she goes, "Well, it's you know, one of my new movies." And she goes, uh, "You know, Kevin's like, you know, it's one of my new movies that just came out." And she's like, "Why? Well, I, I ain't see that." He goes, "Well, maybe you should." You know, it's a good one. And she goes, "Yeah, what? A, yeah, okay." And just kind of dro- drives off. But like, some people are just so, I guess, uh, easy, easily influenced by what's going on around them that they don't see that they're unable to see all the beauty that's really around them as well. You know, and just like, uh, just like you know, Inky, or just like anyone else that's made amazingness out of a really potentially bad situation on the outside it's just like my goodness like if they can do it why can't i you know and so it's it's, it's a process yeah, it's exactly a friend that you mentioned the athlete that you're coaching um but it's like if you can choose that on the upside and be like you know what my identity is not wrapped up in this my identity is in something greater and uh go from there you know mm-hmm. absolutely yeah so no, that's really awesome. I was basically transition to transition to another point that uh, that's basically on your shirt right now. I fit. Um, you've been working with this uh, oh. right, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? This whole thing? I, oh, that just reminded me of that uh what that movie It's a Wonderful Life when that lady's walking down the street with that really pretty dress on and uh what someone compliments her and they go, Oh, that's a really nice dress. She goes, Oh, this whole thing? I only wear this when I don't care what I look like. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I love it. I I haven't seen that for years. Oh man, gosh. Okay, well, never it's mind. a good one. Oh, so, it's a golden one. Yeah. But uh, exactly. It is. So you're sure I fit. So that's a is that a that's a Nordic track company? Is that correct? They um, I fit is what is on a Nordic track or a pro form. They've got a few different machines that's all powered by iFit. So if your machine is powered by iFit, you're able to see the workouts on there and okay. everything. So, so, um, so it's not just Nordic Track. They're they're all one company actually, Proform and Nordic Track, they're all oh, okay. in the same company. Um, but they're just different brands. And then iFit powered by iFit means that you have access to the iFit coaches and um, the workouts that we create. Roger that. So, 
So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, how did you get involved? Because you're one of the iFit coaches that's there as well. And like, you know, running up mountains and cycling in like the the Alps or whatever (laughs) have you, and you're running the Boston Marathon virtually and such. So like, if you mind, tell us like, how did you get involved with that? And I think it's just like the coolest thing ever because it suits you perfectly because this is literally what you do. Oh, thank you. Now you get to get paid for And then just like, I see your stories that people get like, um, I see your stories that you uh, post about people posting about you. Like, hey, I just just rode X amount of miles with you or running with you. I just think that's just so neat, man. So, but yeah, just, you mind telling us about this like, so fun that. yeah okay it's seriously legit a dream job and i mean people think that like i would dream about going to the olympics or being a pro athlete i actually honestly i loved loved richard simmons growing up like i would do his workouts Ooh. with my mom you know who richard simmons is right Wait, is that the guy who's like uh sweating to the oldies is, is he like <gasps> the guy with the like the tight pants on or whatever the the white guy with the, like the, the afro yes like, uh, afro okay That's yeah <laughs> and i distinctly remember Ooh. doing his workout so many mornings with my mom you know he would just dance and he was just so happy all the time and i'm like yeah. i loved the way he made me feel oh, i like just felt happier when yeah, i was around man. his energy like you could feel it um, he would tell he was just passionate about what he was doing. Right. Um, maybe he was a great faker, but oh my gosh, like, um, and I remember like, oh, that'd be so fun one day. And then when I decided to teach fitness classes, it was one, that was one of the reasons, believe it or not, because I wanted to have that type of energy and like be a part of that with other people. Right. And so I've been teaching fitness classes for about 18 years now. Um, I fit contacted me two years ago, gave me a call. And I almost hung up on him. It was out of the blue. You almost hung Um, up on him? (laughs) I did because I thought it was a prank phone call. (laughs) I told him that was a prank phone call because. Yeah, hilarious, pal. Click. Yeah. Yeah, there was five of them on the line. Really? And they were like, hey, you know, they were doing like this interview and asking me these questions. And I was like, what in the world is this? Like, you guys are crazy. Like, <laughs> there's no way you want me to go to the Alps and ride my bike. That is way too good to be true. Right, and, right. And they were like, no, no, no. Like, it was so funny. Like, we all just still laugh about it. Um, with me and these guys that called me up and they're like, yeah, that's not technically typically how we do things, but we just wanted you for this so bad that we're like, let's just call her and get her here. And that's so cool. I was super honored for one that they. Yeah called me out of the blue, but it totally was out of the blue and <laughs> didn't seem real. I mean, it was uh, way too good to be true. Right. And uh, so it turned out I ended up going to Switzerland two weeks later for them for about two and a half weeks, riding my bike through these amazing places, through the Alps, through Italy, and just wow. places that I dreamed about riding. And I'm able to do that while coaching all of the people at home that are on the bikes. Right you know, sharing my love for fitness, sharing my passion and, and, uh, being able to design these programs to help with their fitness journey. And then I, you know, I'm able to hear back from them on their, their, their improvements, things that they have now done because of, you know, certain programs. And it's just, it's kind of a selfish job. I won't lie. I get way more out of it than anybody else does. (laughs) It's seriously so rewarding. And the amazing thing about iFit or the, the Nordic track treadmills or their, their bikes, um, 
so I, I hiked Mount Fuji for them last year. And it's a casual, so as, casual experience. Yeah, right. And just here I am. Um, but the thing with that, which was an incredible thing getting to Mount Fuji anyway, are you kidding me? It's what gorgeous. Was the, what was the process like? Was it a pretty like a long, long trek to get there in general or what? No. Where no, is no, Mount Fuji? Is that, is, that. It, is that in Africa or where? I have no idea. Japan. Oh, yeah. Close. Japan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the highest peak in Japan. Okay. And it's just one of their most iconic things is Mount Fuji. Okay. And so that's where they wanted me to film. And the thing that's cool about their equipment, um, I've always loved treadmills. Well, not always, I guess. But the past probably eight years, I've been super passionate about doing a lot of my work on treadmills. Yeah. Um, so being a part of that with people and having my passion is amazing. But the thing that's cool, like on Mount Fuji where my grade goes up as I'm climbing, these are my fingers climbing up, up, up. <laughs> and as it, it <laughs> as the incline goes up for me, it goes up automatically. Like we've got a program that everybody else's treadmills go up to, awesome. to that exact incline. And wow. it goes up to 40%. So obviously as I'm climbing hands and stuff, it's just at the maxed out. Um, and then same thing with decline, it goes up to 6% um, decline. Wow. So it's pretty cool how they've got that designed. That's so it's excellent. not like they have to touch any dials. I am able to program all of that stuff in for them so they can just go along with me and just trust the process. And uh, obviously if you're feeling great that day, you want to override it and go faster, go for it or vice versa sure. you know so same thing with a bike it does the incline it does the decline so it's pretty phenomenal there's other companies that do stuff kind of like that mm -hmm. but i fit has that patent and uh no other machine has like the incline or the decline like they do so awesome. i love that you don't have to touch anything you just right. you know you have you ever been to a spin class you have because you yeah. teach spin right yeah i don't and teach a spin like, but I, I have been, I've been one yeah yeah, yeah, and they're like quarter turn, right, or top it up, and mm -hmm. you kind of grab the handle and you barely turn. You're like, that's like a quarter turn, right? <laughs> right? I always do the this legit quarter turn. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Good yeah, for you. I, I, I'm like, I'm getting you, the most you out of this class. Are not average. Yeah. No. Heck no. You, my friend, are not average. The average person will be like quarter turn. Right. You know? No. Forget that, and man. This, their machine gives it like a legit whatever I'm doing, they're doing. <laughs> Obviously you can override it, like I said. Sure. But it just kind of takes the guesswork out of it. It's like, well, where should I be? I don't know. Mm. This feels like this, you know, so it takes all the guesswork out. You know, they just follow along, show up with a good attitude and a big fat smile on their face. That's all mm. I require. Yep. And uh put in the work. So it's awesome. it's it's so fun. It's seriously, yeah. I can't even like call it a job because it's too dang fun. Right. Like, there's no way jobs should be this fun. Because so. <laughs> you've gotten to travel to several pretty amazing places. I, I know of Switzerland and then the pictures from there were just incredible. Uh, but it was also obviously Japan. Thank you. You've been to, you got to, you're welcome, to virtually run the uh, the Boston Marathon. I thought it was pretty neat as well. That was one of the coolest ones in my opinion. Yeah. Because it's Boston, you know. Exactly. Everyone wants to see what Boston's like. So that one was definitely one of their top rated um, on their machine just because of Boston. Not because of me, but Boston. I was just thrilled to be there. Yeah, to be no, their, for uh, sure. trainer on that one. I love that. What's been the most like rewarding part about working with Nordic Track and being an iFit coach and such? 
or IFID instructor. It's definitely whatever. getting like hearing these stories of people's um, like their successes and them overcoming certain things. Um, I had one guy that he reached out and his message was like super long and it was super like in depth of his journey and it really just touched me. It, he was able to overcome his addiction because right. of um, he wanted to have just a little bit more enthusiasm, like just some of mine from that he'd see and he's like, I want to work out with Ashley and if I do this, then I'm not going to be able to do this. So he was able to overcome his addiction. Obviously that's on him. That is not me, but sure. I was just a little piece of that, like a little part of that. That's and excellent. to hear stuff like that, like I ran my first mile, Ashley, without stopping, thanks to wow. your program. Right. Hearing those things is amazing to me. People might be like, oh, it was just a mile. It's no big deal to you, Ash, because of what you do. But really, it is. I've been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. know how hard it is to run that first mile. Yep. I put in that time, and yep. I'm thrilled when other people are starting to feel that and feel those victories. So I love hearing their stories, and I get them like, it's insane. Like these, it's been so fun. And I, I just really look forward to reading people's stories. And so that's definitely been the most rewarding part. Good for you. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. I love that. That's one thing I'm grateful that you encourage people with as well. It's like, whenever people talk about like, you know, Oh, I'm not running as many miles as you are or whatever have you. I'm like, dude, no, that's all relative, right? Like you're training. For, exactly. You know, it's all, it's like my, my, if like, if I have like right now, Gosh, I think uh, I missed uh, some. I missed. Had a bad workout this week, but I think my. I'm not even sure how many miles technically, but I'm pretty positive I'm going to be over 50 miles for the week uh, when it comes to my running. But like my miles, now granted, that's a lot for me. But in 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 relative relative to like a ultra marathoner who's running, you know, probably two or three times that or whatever. It's like, but that's irrelevant. It's like it doesn't matter where you're at. It just matters that exactly. are you are you doing something to better your life? Yeah, perfect, awesome. It does then. Go, go for it. You know, it doesn't matter. Go from there. Yeah. It's like go be the there. best version of you and start where you're at, what you have and just keep going forward. You know, that's the main part of it. Yeah, exactly. Or different goals like that ultra right. runner. They're running at a very slower pace than what you're running. Right. You're 50 miles out this week. Um, cause I know where you should be. Cause I know hey, hey. I'm watching you. I'm watching you. Um, she is so my coach after all. Disclosure, right? Exactly. I surely <laughs> am proud of it proud of it. I know what you do. Hey, hey. Um, and so it's, it's a very different journey that you're on. You're right. wanting to qualify for Boston. Right. So we're giving you speed work that is going to qualify you, um, giving, getting you that time. They're wanting to go for distance. So they're going at a very, very slow pace, lower heart rate for a longer time. Right. And it's, it's just depends on what you, what your goals are for that time. Who knows? One day, maybe that'll be your goal. And one day they'll want to run Boston. They're going to have to switch things up. They're going to have to switch up their, their training, you know? So as long as like what you said, as long as you're doing like something that's challenging you for that time right. and something you are excited about and those goals are okay to change, you know, here and there and just go with the, the, the uh, program, run with the program and trust it. Trust Absolutely. your coach. Right. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Trust so I get it. Like that, I'm planting those little seeds of like, yeah, trust your coach, follow the program. Follow she knows what she's talking Listen about. To <laughs> she knows. Um, what yeah, are, what you're gonna get a clock out, right? 
one of the things I love that you um, kind of briefly mentioned as well, it kind of comes down to like uh, being in a way kind of being comparative, right? And like, what's a way that you can be comparative in a sense that it empowers you versus a way that you just waste time and be envious and jealous of someone? Like, how can, like, what's, what's the differentiator there? Cause like, I, I know like for what, okay. I, what I look at, I, like, what's your take? Okay. So that's one thing I tell everyone. I'm like, don't compare yourself. Like you can't compare your journey. Like right. it's very unique, very, very different. Um, don't try to keep up with somebody because you know, they're doing this or whatever that doesn't matter, but we can look up to them and be encouraged exactly. by them. Yes. And be motivated by them or you know we can have people inspire us but don't compare yourself because once you start comparing yourself things start getting ugly in your mind that's when the jealousy starts coming in that's when the negative starts coming in and that's what we want to avoid as anybody not just athletes we want to avoid that in our family life we want to avoid that in our work life um and so with comparing it's just can be very very negative and very draining right. and we're already draining our body enough last thing we need to do is drain ourselves emotionally and i've seen that time and i, I you know i'm plenty guilty of that comparing myself Same um you know i think we we all are but we just need to get out of that and be like no like this is my my area and that's good for me because i'm doing the best for me right not because somebody else is able to run this pace or whatever. Yeah. It inspires me. It's like, okay, if they can do it, heck yeah, I can do it. If I put in that work, right. Yep. If I put in that work, I'll repeat that <laughs> because right. that's where another thing people will be like, Oh, well I could never. Oh, absolutely. You could. You've just decided to put your focuses elsewhere, which is fine. It's fine. And be happy with that until you're able to, uh, you know, you want to put your efforts in that area, then, you know, then you can start doing what they're doing. Right. But uh, until then, don't compare. Don't, you know, don't get jealous. Like there's people that are jealous and it turns into anger and it turns into just, you know, I've, I've definitely had my fair share of all that stuff happen in my life. Like with people that have, you know, started, you know, rumors and just, you know, it's, and it's hard. It's right. hard um, on the other side too, not just for the person that's doing it, for the person that it's happening to. Um, the, you know, it's it's really a dangerous place to be, and I try to avoid that with all possible possible ways. <laughs> for sure, uh, I 100% agree. I think the best if you're going to be comparative to someone, be comparative in the sense like, wow, if it's possible for them, I can do it too, right? And just be inspired by what they're what they're exactly. Doing. Um, one of the things uh, I'm briefly touched on that you've struggled with it too. Um, but like one of the things like being comparative and whatnot, but like one of the things I've realized for me is that the only times I'm ever comparative in my life is whenever I haven't been pursuing my potential and I haven't been putting in the work and then I see someone else doing great things. And I know that I'm capable of doing the same great thing as them, if not more. And I'm just like, it, I get envious and jealous of them. But in reality, I haven't put in the work myself, right? And so it's a lot yeah. easier, easier just to get mad at someone, but like, oh, they don't deserve it. They didn't, you know, they did this or that to get there. I'm like, no, no, no. They they put in the work. They put in the time, right? And you know, they might have had a different opportunity than you, but they still put in the work, you know. And so, it, it, if, if anything, yeah. you should remind yourself of that. And I think it's a great reality check. Just check yourself. Like, you know what? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling towards this person? 
And if I'm feeling envious and jealous, exactly. of this, well, have I been putting in the work on myself? Because every time, like, like right now, like for me with qualified apparel and like the qualified podcast and such, and like we're growing and everything, like my running and whatnot as well. Like I'm growing, I'm improving, I'm getting better. But like, I've noticed like whenever I wasn't making steps, strides every day to get better, it's very easy for me to start comparing my company to someone else's company. Like, well, they're doing great things, right? My product's better than theirs. Well, yeah, but you haven't been doing anything to grow, right? (laughs) Or like podcasts or whatever, or whatever have you. So uh, just as a, word of encouragement from you know from two people who have, who have experienced it yourself it's like man you ever find yourself getting jealous of someone just make sure that you check yourself and be like hey i need to put in the work shut up quit throwing myself a pity exactly. party here go to work put your head down and go to work get off of instagram get off of facebook or whatever have you and just go to work on yourself yeah your life forward growth jealousy of- is an ugly ugly demon and mm-hmm. it's just and it, it, we're all you know, we're all just, um, we've all been there. We've all been, had our own little bits of jealousy. And, um, I think it's just human nature, but it's, it's when it happens is, you know, take a good step, look, step back and look into what is really happening with you in your life and hopefully get you out of it so that you can instead be inspired instead go to work instead, like make these different goals, um, and get out of that jealousy rut. Because, you know, it happens to the best of us, you know, like just anybody gets jealous, you know, Um, just getting out of that, finding a way to get out of there. Yep. I think uh, it kind of sums it up perfectly. And uh, I quote that John Maxwell said back, it said, uh, I think the podcast that it was, it was from was called Possibility Thinking. And it's from the John Maxwell Leadership Podcast. And one of the things that he said in that was that growth is the only guarantee that tomorrow will be better, you know? And so if today wasn't great, then we'll grow tomorrow. Tomorrow will be better. Grow today, tomorrow yeah. will be better, you know? That's the main part of it. I love that. Yeah. That's one, literally no, that's my favorite so quote. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. It's like one of my favorite quotes that he's ever said. And just in general, more so. I love that so much. So... One thing that you did, speaking of growth and speaking of uh, mental aspects and whatnot, you did this challenge recently called the David Goggins Challenge, which is four by four by 48. So you're running, which you actually added a little something, you know, an Ashley Paulson version of it too, to get a little more up to it. So basically running two marathons in two days. Um, I had to. Of course, naturally. I Actually, whenever you said that, I was like, you know, I got to do it myself. But if you wouldn't mind telling, telling people like, what is, what is the David Goggins Challenge? challenge and uh we'll go from there it was a really fun challenge like i i really look up to david goggins he's been through some crazy hard things in his life and uh, his story is incredible Absolutely. and he helps inspire thousands and thousands of people um such as myself and he was putting on this challenge he's done every year for the last couple of years it's um four miles every four hours for 48 hours so it equals out to be 48 miles But like you said, I wanted to go a little bit further and make it 52.4 because that way, before that 48 hours is up, that way I'm doing two marathons because we're just that close. We're just four miles away from it. Why why not? So so I did it with a few of my friends. You know, this was during... um, uh, When COVID was deepened in a... We were all in a quarantine, so we would text each other, be like, hey, are you up? You know, so we would do 8 p.m., 12 a.m., 4 a.m., 
um, 8 a.m., you know, and that was how we would structure it. So we would just kind of keep each other on tabs and then send a screenshot of our time hmm. after. And so it was really fun. I mean, so you get done, you want to shower, obviously, but like after you've been not sleeping very great because you're not getting a deep sleep, you're getting maybe, maybe three hours. Yep. Um, at most before you need to get up and get your next one in during the nighttime. And that's definitely the hardest part for me. Um, I did tag on a little bit extra of a challenge on there. I wanted to hit them at specific times. Oh, and yeah, so yeah. Um, I really wanted to hit both marathons in a sub three times. So under six hours for the whole thing combined. Um, and so surprisingly enough, my body started feeling better and better and better. Um, and I just was getting faster. Um, I, I felt amazing. It was super fun. The challenging part, like I said, was to keep that, uh, you know, that 4am when that 3.30 alarm clock goes off, you just don't want to get up when you've been running for that long. But uh, it was so fun doing it with friends and just encouraging each other and pushing each other, motivating each other. And uh, I even had people on Instagram that were joining in that were messaging in and like, oh, awesome. I just got it at this time. And oh my gosh, I'm getting tired. What do I do? Like, and we would just like encourage each other. It was just this big old group of people that, yeah. you know, just wanted to do something a little crazy. I didn't think that distance was going to hurt me too bad. That's why I, uh, just because I do a lot of distance and I do a lot of workouts throughout the day. Right. So I knew that wasn't going to be, um, I mean, it was going to be challenging to get me wrong, but I wanted, that's why I went for the, uh, a 6:45 pace. Um, I wanted that to be my average pace for those runs because that would start taxing on my body more. And so it was really fun um, to be able to make it happen. And Matt was so cute. He was every time cheering me on. My kids came and joined me out on their bikes. Um, kind of just got a whole family affair in there as well because awesome. why not? Right. <laughs> no, you didn't have to just run. You could have, you could ride your bike. You can, you can uh, walk if you'd like, but they rode their bike next to me, like in the middle of the night. And it was really fun. It was such a fun little challenge. And, um, yeah, I'll definitely do it again for yeah. sure. No, I agree. I, I'm definitely inspired to do the same as well. Um, given my current racing schedule, running schedule and whatnot, my work schedule and everything, I'm like, you know what? Not right now, but I definitely want to do. I think I'll. Definitely. I'll I definitely want to after. I think after my race is uh, after my race in September, I definitely want to take a weekend and just dedicate to it. So yeah, I, you I, it'd be it fun, man. Yeah, it'd be fun. I just. I it was just really do fun. It. Yeah. Of course, it's always more fun with people. Um, right. But we, you know, at the time it was quarantine, and uh, so we weren't really with people, but just family, which was amazing too. So if you can get right. some friends involved, even if they can't be with you. I mean, it just makes it a, a crazy party. And it makes that's it go what by so I much like. faster too as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which so. I, can just, I can just hear people talking right now. I'm like, fun running four miles every four hours for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a twisted <laughs> sense of what I think is fun. Right. So. And uh, it's, it's funny. Like anytime people want to hang out or whatever, I'm like, okay, you know, like, I don't really do girls nights. I don't really do that. I'm like, you want to hang out? Let's go for a hundred mile bike ride. And then we'll go get ice cream and then we're going to run. And doesn't that sound like fun? And they're like, I don't know why I don't have people that want to hang out with me. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's a mystery, right? It is. It's so weird. They don't want to come to my birthday party because I want to run 39 miles. And I'm like, 
what? Isn't that normal? That's funny. Well, we can always count on Sarah Scheme to be there, though. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, that girl. She got my back. Yeah, she man. just is crazy. She got crazy in her blood. Dude, I love that woman. She's so much fun. Um, speaking so of uh, speaking of David Goggins and whatnot, so ultimately the, that David Goggins challenge was really to build the purpose of it. I mean, obviously, besides this being a fun event to do over two days, is to really focus on building mental toughness. Um, so, like in your in your regards, since you know, again, since you've done you've done ultra marathons as well, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I just did one a few weeks ago, um, the Squat Peak 50K or 50 miler. Dude, how was that? It was great. It was really fun. Um, ended up, uh, I won that one. I was really surprised to win. Oh, really? Congrats. That's not my area, but yeah. Yeah, it was a fun, it was a fun day. That was just uh, two or three weeks ago. Um, trail, one of the hardest ones in Utah. There was, gosh, over 13,000 feet gain. Uh, but it was it was hard that's uh, oh, man, that's, that's awesome long day yeah no for sure but like going off of that like how how does someone build mental toughness like how have you built your own and like what would you recommend for someone to to build mental toughness? because like you said one of the hardest things in this in that in that david goggins challenge and i'm sure in other days going forward as well and in the past as well has just been like getting up and doing the work right like i'm sure like on on your like you were on uh, you know probably start of day two and you didn't want to go up and get that, you know, four miles in, you'd rather just sleep and blah, blah, blah. But like, how do you, like, right? toughness built? Like, how do you, what, what do you, what do you think? I definitely think that it, like, if, if you haven't had much experience in, in stuff like that, it definitely helps having an accountability partner. Mm. Um, because then you don't want to let somebody else down. For some reason, we're okay letting ourselves down. But somebody else, we don't want to let them down, which it should be, you know, you shouldn't want to let yourself down, but it takes time to build that. Um, so that it could, that's a great start. Um, because then you're like, oh, mentally, you don't want to disappoint them. And so, and then hopefully it'll transfer over to like, oh man, I don't want to disappoint myself. I set this right. goal and, you know, I'm not doing this for anybody but me. And that's okay. Like we got to like, start with somebody and that's fine. If you need a little crutch, it's totally fine. Um, I used to feel like I needed people there in order to get my workouts done. Mm. But then guess what? That doesn't happen all the time. I don't yeah. have people there and I wanted, I had these goals anyway. They're still there, but the people weren't. So now what? Now I've got to go out on my own. And that was hard for me. It took me a little while to uh, get in the groove of that when we moved away. And then, um, so, you know, I had to do it on my own if I wanted these dreams to come true. And so it's a slow process building that mental toughness, just like it is building your legs. It's, you know, those different little gains that we get, um, that we're going to get along the way, going through the hard challenges and then overcoming them, um, mentally pushing ourselves, pushing our limits to where we don't think we can and we do it and we prove ourselves wrong. And, um, those little things have helped with my mental toughness. Um, yeah, I mean, just different things in my childhood that I've seen that helped with my mental toughness and helped with my desire to do what I do. Um, it's really, that's, it's helped 
there. So that's excellent. I like that. Is that Matt? It was, it was Maddie walking by the man, the myth, the legend. I love that. There he is. Hey, and I tried not, I didn't want to interrupt. I tried to go in really sneaky. No, you're good. You're yeah, good. I, I saw that smooth. I saw that smooth face and you know, lovely head of yours. And so. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry about that. No, you're good. I'm going to get my other bike because you know, my wife did something to my, to my road bike. I needed it. Oh, no. uh, I went to go take my road bike out with my son Yeah. and I pick up the frame, you know, to turn it around. Both my wheels fall off. I took your skewers. Because she took my skewers out for some reason. I need them because I left mine in my butt wheels. Who needs skewers uh, anyway to ride a bike, right? Mental toughness. Get over it, right? Yeah. Mentally yeah. tough. Yeah. It's a mental thing. Yeah. It, is. it is a mental thing. Who needs right. skewers? Who needs skewers? But, but, Ryan, the, the mental thing is actually putting up with this one. That's the mental challenge. Very true. <laughs> he's got a he's got a fair point there. Hey, good to see uh, you, my friend. Likewise, man. Likewise, likewise. Um, I think like uh, when I did my first marathon, um, twenty years ago. Actually, I'm doing my twenty year anniversary this year. Um, that was your first marathon twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, yep, St. George. That's and awesome. Just those little things, like of people telling me that I can't or it's going to be too hard. And I'm like, I actually didn't want to prove it to them. I wanted to prove it to me because I had seen so many other people do it. So why couldn't I? Right. Um, that just helped build that mental side of me and then just consistently showing up and pushing a little harder on different events and um, dialing things in um, and being okay with the failure that is, right. is going to happen, um, which is pretty much, that's one of the hardest things for people to, to grab a hold of and not let them take them down. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that's awesome how, as we, you talked about that last pot, last time we talked as well about how there were people that didn't believe in you. Like they're talked about, I think it was whenever you were getting your pro card in triathlon, if I'm not mistaken, like why you do that? Like you're never going to be great at it. Like you're never going to be, you know, the next, you know, this person or that person, but it's like, yeah, you didn't need their approval, you know, and you didn't want their approval. It was more so you're doing it for yourself, you know, and I think that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a great, really, you know, denominator, common denominator in people that are really successful is like they find a way to do it. It not really, I mean, for themselves a lot of times, yes, but also kind of in spite of what other people think as well, you know, so I think if you use both yeah. ways to like motivate you and really keep you inspired, I should say is a better way to, just, you know, the word it. Um, that's a really powerful distinction to make. It's like, dude, it's like, there's going to be things that are going to come your way, you know, and, but that's ultimately going to help you become mentally tough going forward to where you're kind of like we talked about with, you know, Kevin Hart, where it's like, you have this bubble that you're in and it's impenetrable and you become bulletproof, if you will, like anything can come, but you're going to keep going forward regardless of, regardless of whatever happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, um, the biggest thing that has helped me mentally um, was realizing my why mm -hmm. and realizing that I really do this for me. And I believe we touched on this, the last one as well, the podcast, um, some of the people that just didn't think that I should come back to triathlon after oh, yeah. earning yeah. my pro card because of the um, USADA issue that happened. And if, yeah. you, if you're not aware of that story, um, I 
had a banned substance in my system and that they found on a drug test and it, but it's from cross contamination. So please make sure you take note of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was, it was but there was people right. that were out there definitely un unintentionally. There's nothing, there was no way, shape or form that I could have known it was in there. Um, it was not on any labels. And I had people that just didn't believe that story. Mm. And I had people even, the, my coach at the time did not want me to race. He did yeah. not want me to show up at this event again. Um, and I'm not sure if we talked about that before, but like yeah, we did. Yeah. I remember that. I, that really actually like, I didn't know what to do because I wanted to follow my coach, but I also wanted to follow my heart. Right. I had these people that just hated me and did not want me there. But then I had to remember why I'm doing this. Am I doing it for them? Yeah, I want everyone to love me. But I also <laughs> You're a very lovable person. I also for sure. do this because it, it is so, so fun for me and it's something I'm passionate about. It doesn't right. matter what other people are saying or what they think. Um mm. and that was that was a huge thing in my mental toughness. And I feel like having that behind me as much as I hated going through that, um, that time. It really has helped bring me to where I am today yeah. um, as, you know, competing in the Olympic trials. I would have never thought that I would ever be that in that position. But all the people that say, no, Ashley, you're a triathlete. Triathletes can't do them at the Olympic trials. Like, you know, they shouldn't focus on that. And, you know, so having that mental side on my, uh, like that, that I built and developed throughout the years definitely has helped. Um, yeah. But we got to be patient with the process, just like building our muscles. It's, yep. it's going to be slow and uh, we got to be okay with that. Yep. I just like that. I think it was it a Chinese proverb. It says the best time to plant a tree was yesterday. The next best time is today, right? It's today. So it's like yes. It just matters of what you do today. Just keep, just like you said in the beginning of the podcast, yep. it's like keep showing up, you know? And just keep, just keep, just stay consistency. You know, that consistency is the key. Tracking away. Like, exactly. You know, just keep on chipping away. Like there's a great example of this I love. It's, uh, uh, it's talking about basically just the, the example is talking about, um, like whenever a, a stone builder or whatever is, you know, beating on a stone, right. And he's been beating on it for, you know, X amount of times and, you know, thousands of times, hundreds of times, whichever. Well, they finally on like the hundredth time he's been beating on it, it finally cracks, right? And finally is able to, you know, get what he whatever he's wanting out of it or whatever and able to shape it. Did it crack on the hundredth time or was it a culmination of the ninety-nine times that preceded it? Well, it was the culmination of the ninety-nine times that preceded it. There was something happening on a molecular level or basically below every behind time. the scenes. Yeah, exactly. Every time behind the scenes that you didn't see, but because he kept doing it over and over. And over again, he was eventually able to get the result that he wanted, right? But it takes, just like you said in the beginning, it takes that consistency and the willingness to keep showing up yeah. day in, day, 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 and just keep on doing the monotonous, maniacal, you know, the monotonous tasks every single day. Yep. You're going to get and trusting. Yep. yep. Trusting it's going to happen. Yep. Believing in yourself and not giving up. Right. 100%. I agree. Um, so before we get close to, uh, to wrapping this up, um, you are a very much like myself. Um, we are very positive people, right? What is like, where does I, that for you? Like, where does that positivity come from for you? And what is really, what does being positive mean for you? Um, you know, this has been 
I've never had that question asked to me. So I'm like, oh, oh how do I fancy. answer it in that way? I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Welcome so to the qualified. It's, it's honestly been something that I have, I have really had. Um, I believe it's a gift. It's mm. something I've had my entire life. Um, I've always been told that I'm very positive, and I think just having that ingrained too, just like anybody that said, oh, they're shy, they automatically more and more shy. Um, have you ever heard that? Like, you, know, like yeah. you don't say that to kids like over and over, but I would get all the time like, oh, Ashley's positive and Ashley's positive, Ashley's, and I'm like, oh my gosh, well, that must be me. I must be a positive person. Okay. You know, so it kind of well, develops in my mind and I was okay with it. I accept it. Right. You know, I want that because just one of the things going back to good old Richard Simmons and sweating to the oldies, I love making, like, I love having people feel that positive, happy energy. Yeah, and if it's absolutely. something that I have in me, you know, and I do choose to have that, um, it, you know, it's absolutely something I'm going to hold on to. And, uh, but I b believe it's also a choice. You know, 100% for all of us, we can choose to be negative. We can choose to look for the ugly or we have a choice to choose to be positive and share that with others. And it's definitely a choice that, um, I made a long, long time ago and it's just stuck with me and I couldn't imagine any other way. But just the other day I found a shirt at gosh, target and it says, choose happy, mm. choose it, just choose it, just right. choose to be optimistic. And that's really all it takes. Yep. So, I mean, I definitely have bad days. Don't get me wrong. But um, I think it stems from the choice. 100%. I agree. It's a, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, there was a quote that I heard. I forget who, who it was by, but I 100% agree with that. But it said, the quote that said, like, the, the people, people uh, what is it? <sighs> people make the best. The people who make the best of the ah, Dag Nevitt, how's it go? It's like um, the people who make the best of who people. Dag Nevitt, it's basically something along the lines of it's, but it rhymes. That's why I, I liked it. But basically, it talks about you know the people who make the best of every situation, make the best of how everything turns out, right? And so, like regardless okay, of how yeah. thing, that regardless of how um, regardless of how life happens, they always make the best of every situation. And that's kind of like they. But the point is, just to your point, they choose to be happy regardless of the outcome, and they choose to look for the yeah. way that they can be empowered in it. The people oh, there we go. The people who make the best of the Dagnabbit. I still don't know the quote. I have it like on right the tip uh -huh. of my tongue. I know exactly how of it course. looks like, but I'm just like, anyway. So, but but yeah, it's like. Uh, <laughs> anyways That's but yeah funny. but no, i i agree it's like happiness is a choice and like it behooves you every day to choose happiness and that's the main part of it you know you got to choose happiness it's like life is too short to live mm -hmm. negatively life is too short to live at the effect Why? of things life is too short to be a victim it's like no dude like choose happiness be, live empowered right yep and choose well, it now don't need to wait for something to happen in life Absolutely. I agree. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Choose it now and take action now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Just get, get started, yeah. man. Like get freaking going. <laughs> um, but man, before we, before we wrap this up, um, is there anything that you wanted to add that we didn't, uh, you wouldn't cover that, you know, you wanted to add? Oh my gosh. Gosh, I think we've, we've covered it. I'm good. 
Roger that. Cool, man. Well, cool. Well, hey, before we uh, before we wrap this up, I just want to take a second to acknowledge you. And uh, first of all, just say thank you for giving up your time. I know how busy you are and, uh, you know, just and fitting things in your calendar with iFit and everything else. So thank you so much for, ta- you know, for giving me of your time. I really appreciate that. And uh, but also, I just got to commend you as well. My pleasure. Yeah, thank you. And I've also got to commend you as well. Just how just bubbly and energetic and just driven you are. And just, just how encouraging you are. You're literally, you are a light wherever you go. And it's just so fun to just get to connect oh with you. Gosh, I'm grateful that you. we got, you're welcome. And I'm grateful that we got the opportunity to get connected through a mutual friend of ours and Tamara Bennett. And um, it's just, I'm, yeah, like y'all, y'all, your family is just one that I, I legitimately, I was actually telling my girlfriend today, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I was like, I wish I, w- I would have been able to go see, you know, see them in St. George, you know, this week. But I got to, I got to find, you know, got to find an excuse to get down there. Um, sometime this year, but it's Come like, I, just, I love, I love the family that y'all have. I love what y'all stand for. And, um, it's just y'all are, y'all, y'all are making, you're welcome. Like y'all, y'all, your family and your life and the, what, what you're doing is literally making a difference. It's making the world a better place because you existed. And so I love that fact about you guys. So keep doing what you're doing. I'm a huge fan and, uh, grateful that. Oh, I appreciate so. you sharing that with me. Yeah. You're Thank welcome. You. My pleasure. All right, mate. So final two questions that we ask every guest in the qualified and curious to see if your answers are different from how they were last time, but we'll, we shall see. Um, but <laughs> first question is, how does someone live empowered to, or sorry, how does someone chase their potential to become the person they were created to become? Say it again. You cut out on me, Ryan. Oh, I'm sorry. How does someone chase their potential to become the person they were created to become? It's just like what we talked about. Chase that potential day in, day out. Keep showing up. Keep putting in the work. Chip away. And slowly but surely you'll get there. Chase those dreams. Don't just wait. Don't just wait till tomorrow. Get it going today. Love it. Love it. 100% agree. And final question. What does living a life that makes a positive impact look like for you? Living a life that's a positive impact. You keep cutting out. Is that what you said? Sorry. Uh, I said, what is living it's a okay. life? What is living a life that makes a positive impact look like for you? Um, positive impact um, in my life looks like, you know, seeing the smiles on my kids' faces. A positive impact is hearing they're laughing, hearing, you know, them joke around with each other, messing with me. And that's, me right there, just knowing that I'm making a positive impact by teaching my kids correct principles and happiness and sharing and being kind and loving others is that right there. Those, those kids are my positive impact right there. I love it. Legacy. That's awesome. Well, actually, this has yeah. been, this has been great. In the home. Yeah, man, absolutely. This has been great having you on the, uh, having you on the podcast yet again. Uh, where can people connect with you online? Where can they find more about you and find, find out more about Nordic track and iFit and all that kind of jazz? Okay. Well, I, um, I actually am only on Instagram. I, I have a Facebook, but I'm rarely on there, but my Instagram come on <laughs> over and, you know, let me be a part of your fitness journey or or uh, just see my crazy world life. Um, it's Ash Kickin. It's A S H K I C K N on Insta, and uh, yeah, we can connect there. It's Ash Kickin one, right? Or is it just Ash Kickin now? It's just Ash Kickin. That one was taken off. Oh snap! So. Let's go. Yeah. Next, next step, you're getting I know, verified. Right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love more it. Podcasts. <laughs> yeah, right. There we go. Well, hey, thank you so much again for coming on. This is a real treat. And uh, yeah, thank you so much again. I appreciate it, Ryan. It's been a blast. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the episode. Tell you what, man, every time I speak to this woman, whether it's, you know, just a one-on-one, you know, just whether it's a one-on-one call through a Marco Polo or just, you know, calling her on the phone or texting her, I always leave inspired, you know, or maybe it's just something seeing her on Instagram or whatever have you. I'm always inspired by this woman because it's just like, she just keeps on pushing herself, keeps on moving forward. And it's just such a, just a light wherever she goes. And so I trust that you were able to, uh, to get that whenever you're listening to this episode because she truly has made a difference in my life and I hope, hope she has as well. Guys, got to remind you of the fee. Please share this out with a friend, at least one person. If you feel that we're deserving of it, leave a five-star review telling us what you've enjoyed most about this episode or any other episode that you've listened to on The Qualified. I would greatly appreciate that and it helps us move up in the rankings and uh, get in front of more people to help them out as well. So y'all, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I will talk to you soon. Until then, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. We'll talk to you soon.